Hi, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk. My name is Alex Anders and I am a best-selling bisexual romance author and one of the creators of Fluid Style Co., a clothing company created for bisexuals. Bisexual Real Talk is a show where each week I talk about the latest developments, studies, and strides made by the bisexual community. Sometimes I'll talk about what's going right, other times I'll talk about what's going wrong. But always you'll feel empowered and like you found the place where you belong. And if this podcast ever sounds like a YouTube channel, that's because it is. You can always check out Bisexual Real Talk on YouTube and join the conversation in the comments section there. Until then, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk, and let's talk about bisexuality. Hi. So today I'm going to talk about something a little bit more controversial. Are bisexuals gay? And I'm going to talk about it as soon as I mention that today's video is brought to you by my bisexual-themed pop sockets. Um, you can find them in a link in the description below on Amazon, but I'll talk more about that at the end of the video. Until then, let's talk about this topic because I have been thinking about this a lot and a lot of my videos sort of like dance around this topic and talk about it indirectly, but now I like to just chat about it directly. And I've been thinking about it a lot since Kristen Stewart was on Saturday Night Live and she said to a screaming audience, yeah, I'm so gay. Because at that point, she had already dated um, a dude very publicly, and then she dated a female very publicly, and yet here she was claiming to be gay. Now, later on in an interview, she said that she was bisexual, and someone asked about the whole gay thing, and she was kind of like muddling around it. And I think that this, this something that's, that's something that happens a lot, especially with younger bisexuals. So the younger you are, the more likely you are to refer yourself as gay as well. And there have been a lot of YouTubers who have come out recently who do the same thing, and I've just had lots of interactions. So I thought, let's just talk about this. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna talk about, you know, gayness from a historical perspective, and then I'm gonna talk about it from a financial perspective, then I'll talk about it from a cultural perspective. Because what's outside of that, right? Somewhere in there we should be able to determine whether or not bisexuals are gay. So let's first talk about it from a historical perspective. So the way that gay came about, right? It's just a word that was invented back in the 40s, but really it didn't get popularity until like maybe the 60s and 70s. But it's not at the moment you would think. Like if you've heard of the Stonewall Revolt, uh, the Stonewall Inn, like, you know, the gay revolution. The gay revolution didn't, wasn't like the prompting of, of gayness. It wasn't like, that wasn't what made gay popular. Because back in the day, the reason why bisexuality didn't exist like as a thing before the 1950s um, and the 1960s was that to have same-sex attractions was just considered a part of heterosexuality. So you can fool if you're a guy, you can fool around with another guy. If you're a girl, you can fool around with another girl. And it was just something that young kids did. And then you grow out of it. Now that could have to do with, you know, living on a farm and having like no access to a bunch of people. So, you know, if you have a brother or a cousin or something like that, things happen. So like there's a really, you know, uh, there's a there's a very um, practical reason for why bisexuality was just accepted as a part of heterosexuality or a part of straightness. And this continued for a very long time. In fact, it's probably as the farming culture kind of died down and became much more about urban centers that things could sort of change. That's probably what happened in the real world. Um, but up until that point, you know, bisexual behavior, bisexual things and thinking and thoughts and 
All that stuff was just a part of heterosexuality. So heterosexuality and straightness, or just culture, and, uh, you know, American culture in general was very widely accepted. Um, the things that went on that happened in there was very broad so that, you know, you had a lot of leeway to experiment and do things. But back, starting in like the 40s and 50s and 60s, there were a group of people who just, no matter what they could do, what they did, they could not fit into society. And those people you might think would be homosexuals, but it wasn't. Those people could best be described as queer, specifically genderqueer. So the people who did not fit into this very broad definition of what heterosexual or straight was, were people were homosexuals and people who like to dress as women, men who like to dress as women, women who like to dress as men, and people who felt in the inside they were a different gender than the a different sex than they were on the outside, and bisexuals who, who wanted to have a life with someone of the same gender. So all these people here were people who felt outside of the norms of society, which is why one of the first chants of the pride movement was, we're here, we're queer, get used to it. It wasn't about being gay, it was about being outside of the norms, like the literal translation of the word queer is strange or odd and these people were people who in comparison to like the the rest of society these people were strange and odd they weren't just it wasn't just a homosexual movement it was a queer movement and they were literally queer so this movement started in the 1960s and then um, continued in the 1970s but the way that's a historical perspective so the way that um this group got to a point where they have this sort of legitimacy and the power they have now is that very smart homosexuals within that queer group figured out that first of all queer is kind of just this term that really doesn't have a definition so they had to lock onto something that like had a kind of clear definition so they, since they, since the powerful people in the organization were homosexuals, they thought, okay, gay. Gay is a phrase, everyone knows what gay means. Gay means homosexual. It's like a sexual identity versus sexual orientation word. So it's a sexual identity that everyone understands. It means homosexual. And if we could all like lock onto that, uh, then we can get money from the government and we can get things for like healthcare for homosexuals. We can get things like, you know, movements going on that will help for cultural acceptance and stuff like that. So what we need to do is we need to get everyone to lock onto the term gay and get other people to come out as gay. And we need to get the category as gay as large as possible because one thing is true is that when you go to the government and you ask them for money, they will give you money based on the size of your group. So there's a reason why African-Americans in the United States, there are grants for you know, African-American scholarships, there are grants for African-American organizations. It's because African-Americans represent approximately 14% of the population. The same is not true for like Filipinos in America. Filipinos represent a mi very small minority group, so they don't get a lot of money from the government because they're not very big. So the, so the homosexuals back in the 1970s and 80s understood this concept, and they understood that they, they need to get as many people to come out as gay as possible. But past that, they need to broaden it out so that they're more than just 2% of the population, which they really are in reality. They need to get it to a much larger number because they need to get as much money as possible. So what did these very intelligent people decide to do? They decided to try and slightly redefine gayness as anyone who is uh, attracted to the same gender. So that way, they can go out of, out of the queer group, people who consider themselves to be queer from society, 
jump into the other group of non-queer people and drag some of those people into their organization or into their like you know qualification that way instead of saying they're two percent of the population they can say that they're ten percent of the population and you know what it worked it worked tremendously so they kind of just redefining the questions on their surveys they were able to change um their group from being two percent to being ten percent and then they went to the government and said we represent ten percent of the population give us money and the government went yes you are a minority group that's been really poorly treated here's some money to help your your minority group grow they took that money and then they spent it on the people they were always intended to spend on which are other gay people which is what they did and that worked because from the 1970s 80s comparing that to today the health outcomes for homosexuals so much better than it is for bisexuals why because they when they got that money the lgbt groups got that money they spent it on the people they cared most about which was gay people which was homosexuals which meant that they put the programs out there the people who wanted those programs used it they advertised it to gay people bisexuals didn't take advantage of it because of course it was for gay people and it was all defined for gay people and the way that you got this is by admitting that you were gay so yes you could be bisexual but as long as you admit you're gay and kind of come to the gay side then you can get all the resources from that so from a historical perspective is bisexual and gay the same thing no it's not from a financial perspective is gay and bisexual the same thing it is not but you might be saying hey i don't know about that history I don't know about um, the financial aspect. When I call myself gay as a bisexual, I'm referring to it from a cultural perspective because we're all the same, right? Well, let's take a look at that. So let's take first look at, at, at the bisexual, at who are bisexuals. Um, and let's first take a look at that. So bisexual, of course, is a sexual orientation and a sexual identity. Sexual orientation is when a person can just look at them and go, Oh, that person, that person uh, has, does, has this characteristics, that characteristic, that characteristics. So objectively speaking, this person is that sexual orientation. So that's sexual orientation. Sexual identity is something anyone can call themselves. So looking at it from a sexual orientation perspective, there's a bi-spectrum. And on that spectrum, there's people who, who are mostly straight and then there are people who are mostly gay. And because of evolution, the vast, vast, vast majority of people in the bisexual spectrum are on the mostly straight side. In fact, what we know from the studies in the United States is that 75% of the people in the bisexual spectrum identify as mostly straight. So from a like from a you know a broad view of the of the bisexual sort of spectrum, are everyone the same? No, people are obviously not the same. There are people who are closest to like this culture and there are people who are closest to that culture. So that's what the bisexual spectrum looks like. Now let's take a look at like the gay culture. What is gay culture? And uh, I don't think anyone here can deny that if I were to say that's so gay about something, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. That's because there are certain characteristics that are within gay culture that define it. And that is undeniably gender queerness. So for a guy, if someone says, like if a guy does something and someone says, oh, that's so gay, it probably has to do with the fact that they are doing something that is generally more thought of as being done by someone of a different gender. So whether it's their mannerisms or the way they're dressed or them wearing makeup or them loving cabarets, like singing and dancing things or them loving parades or them like just being fabulous. All these things are very gender queer. 
Same thing with women. If a woman dresses more masculinely, um, they shave the side of their head or, or whatever else. There are things that are very masculine, and those are the things that when referring to women that someone might say, oh yeah, that's very gay. So as a culture, like defining aspect of a culture, gender queerness is like the main thing. So culturally speaking, gayness is very queer, very gender queer. So is that something that can be applied to the entire bisexual spectrum? Well, obviously not, because there are people on the far end of the uh, bisexual spectrum who are mostly or closest identified with straightness. And they, they have nothing to do with gender queerness. It's like, it's not even a thing. So for you to say that, that bisexuality is culturally gay is massively inaccurate. So is bisexual gay from a historical perspective? No. Is bisexual gay from a financial perspective? No. Is, is bisexual gay from a cultural perspective? No. So in which way is bisexual gay? And I, and I know. I know that you, if you are young, or maybe even if you're, if you're older, if you are young and you're feeling very insecure about your bisexuality, and you go, okay, well, I'm coming out as this thing. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be supported in this. So what I can do is I can latch myself onto a larger, more powerful group and then kind of be safe under that umbrella. So maybe what, and this is what you're thinking, maybe what I can do is I can say I'm bisexual, but also at the same time call myself gay because, you know, because it's safer that way. And if you do that, okay, fine. I mean, you do what you need to do. But the question is, is that helping you? Because keep in mind that there are a lot of people in the bisexual spectrum around you every day. They call themselves gay, they call themselves straight, but they're around you and they see you. So if you're a person who identifies as bisexual and then every so often you call yourself gay and the majority of the people in the bisexual spectrum are closer to heterosexual, are you helping yourself in not feeling alone? So if you identify as is bisexual but gay because you want to be a part of a community and every time you do that the people around you who are most likely mostly straight and bisexual they're looking at you and going okay well to be bisexual is to be gay are you creating an atmosphere where you will not be alone with people who might accept you because I'll keep I want you to keep this in mind Whereas with bisexual, there are a ton of sexual identities. There's, there's uh, bi, there's bisexual, there's pansexual, there's fluid, there's uh, omnisexual, and, and all these things, two spirits, and just there's a ton of sexual identities that mean bisexual. For homosexual, there's one. There's one identity, and that's gay. So... When you are claiming to be gay, is that truly fair to homosexuals? Is it truly fair? And is it fair for you? Because as soon as you say you're gay, you become you go under a microscope. Because if you're gay, then someone who is homosexual has the right to look at you and say, are you gay enough to be gay? Because you also claim to be bisexual, but are you gay enough? And that's a legit question. You might not like that, but the truth is that, hey, they got one identity, and 
everyone knows that gay means homosexual and it's all culture and all that stuff. That's what it is. So if you want to claim to be something other than, you know, what you are, then they have the right to put you under a microscope and ask you if you are gay enough. And how do you think that you're going to pass that test? How do you think that any bisexual is going to do on that test, considering the fact that they're not gay, they're bisexual? So never in their life, if they are bisexual, will they be able to get rid of the idea that they are attracted to multiple genders? So if you're going to put that as a litmus test for who you are, you're going to lose every single time. So really, does it help you in the long run to call yourself gay? Because culturally you're not gay, financially you're not gay, historically you're not gay, and you're not gay, you're just not. But at the same time you're using this as protection. Are you like, are you using this because you wanna date lesbians and you feel that the only way lesbians are gonna date you is if you pretend to be gay? Like you think that they're not gonna pick up on your bisexuality if you just keep saying you're gay that they will look over the fact that you're also attracted to people of the opposite gender? Is this a great strategy? Like, is this, do you really think this is gonna be learned, this is gonna to lead to long-term happiness? Do you really think that there's somehow, like, I'm bisexual. I have a high preference for dating other bisexuals. Why? Because, hey, I develop trust issues as my thing about being bisexual. Like, I, I you know, didn't wanna open up to a lot of people. There's a lot of things about being bisexuals that homosexuals and heterosexuals don't get. So the only way I can truly open up is with other bisexuals. So I have a very, very strong preference towards dating other bisexuals. Now, do you think there's something wrong with that? Probably not. So if bisexuals are allowed to do that, aren't homosexuals allowed to do the same thing? Aren't homosexuals allowed to say, look, it's a very distinct thing being homosexual. And the only ones who really understand being homosexuals are other homosexuals, because you know what? They're right. The only ones who truly, truly understand growing up homosexual are other homosexuals. So is there anything wrong with a homosexual saying that they like to date other homosexuals? So if you decide, and if there's only one identity that means homosexual and that's gay, and you decide as a bisexual that you're going to like hide under the gay umbrella so that you can date other homosexuals, so you can date homosexuals, who's that fair to? Is that fair to the homosexual that you're dating? that you're not giving them a choice, that you're not giving them a true understanding of what it means to be uh, bisexual. It's, I, it is my opinion that I don't believe there's any sort of benefit for a bisexual to identify as gay. That is my opinion, simply because by doing that, you're, you're making yourself feel more alone than you have to. Like you think you're saying that you're gay in order to have a community, but the truth is that, you know, that whole are you gay enough test is a real thing and it's a legit thing. And then, you know what? I think they have the right to do that. So you're being forced out of the community that way and you're trying to force your way in. But at the same time, what you're doing is you're not embracing yourself and allowing yourself to be a representation so that other people who are bisexual and kind of scared to admit it, so they can admit it to you and grow the community like that. So it's certainly my opinion that uh, bisexuals aren't gay, but what do you think? If you are a bisexual and you identify as gay, why do you do it? And do you think that you will forever identify as gay? Do you think that you are using your bi slash gay identity as a stepping stone to becoming more bisexual later? Or, or what? Let's talk about that. Let's have a discussion in the comment section about that. And let me know what you think. Um, and if you like the video, 
well, and if you like the channel, you can always support the channel by checking out my bisexual themed products, including my pop sockets, um, which can be found on Amazon. I chose the heart, uh, but I also have like the flag colors. I also have um, the word pride. I also have the American flag in the bi colors for the stripes and in the stars section is the gay flag. Um, I have those, but I also have them in the pansexual colors. I have them in the asexual covers, colors. I have them in the transsexual colors, of the trans colors. Um, I have uh, also the Philly flag colors as well. And also I have the gay flag colors because why not? So you can also check those out. You can check out my t-shirts on Amazon. Um, you can check out my lapel pins. You can check out my MMF, bisexual romances. And as of last week, you can also check out my book on how to win the love game, in which case I take it from, well, it's not just about bisexuality, but I am bisexual. And I use a lot of examples from my own life and my own bisexual life in order to like describe the book. It's getting actually super good reviews right now. Um, so if you'd like to support the channel, you can also check that out. If you would like to support this podcast or just pick up some really cool bisexual merchandise, you can check out my bisexual romances on Amazon. I write under the pen name A. Anders. You can check out my bisexual t-shirts on Amazon by searching for the company Bisexual Real Talk, and you can go to Fluid Style Co.'s website at www.fluidstyleco.com. There you'll find plaid flannels for women and plaid dress shirts for men, all in the pride flag colors, specifically the bisexual, queer, asexual, and sexually fluid flag colors. Please support the channel and check it out. Until the next podcast, stay cooler, my bisexual friend. Stay cooler. Bye.